Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Positively Disney podcast. I'm Kimberly Bouchard, the author of the Positively Disney book series and the host of the show. Thank you so much for dropping by on this beautiful Friday evening for my final show of the season. I can't believe that I have finished four seasons and this is going to be an absolutely wonderful way to finish. Doesn't mean that I might pop on during the summer here and there for some Mickey Mouse mischief, but at this point, this is my official finale for my fourth season. And uh, before I go on, I want to thank my sponsor, Michelle McCoon over at Ears of Experience that will put together an amazing vacation with you, uh, with anywhere you want to go in the world, as well as if you want to have a special event or a wedding at uh, Disney, whichever park you desire, you could reach out to her at 732-735-1779 or reach her by email mmckeown at themouseexperts.com. You know, May 7th, gosh, we are just heading into summer. I actually felt like it was summer when I was at Walt Disney World last week and had some wonderful experiences there. But this day in history of Disney actually was kind of a big day on May 7th. Funnily enough, uh, this would mark the very last grad night. They used to have grad nights at Magic Kingdom that they started in 1972. And graduates, high school graduates, could spend the whole night in the park. Wouldn't that have been a blast? I'm telling you, if that, if I could have had that opportunity, I definitely would have done that many years ago. But they decided as all good things come to an end, so did that. You know, back in 2009, there was a lovely Pixar movie that we are now actually celebrating an anniversary of called Up. Pixar's Up was making its screening at uh, the Pixar Studios in Emeryville, California. And that happens to be, an, I mean, when I'm asked what, what do I have for a favorite movie, I don't, you know, I've got my like top 10, I think, or top 20. But I to say that I have an actual favorite, it's very difficult. But this is definitely one of those top 10 movies for me. I love the storyline. Of course, I love Doug the dog. I love Kevin. I love all of it. It's so wonderful. But it was tonight in 2009, May 7th, that they were debuting the Pixar movie up. Another thing that was kind of interesting, actually, that happened on this night in Disneyland in 2009, instead of a red carpet event, they called it a black carpet event because on Stranger Tides, Pirates of the Caribbean was uh, doing their premiere actually in the park of Disneyland. And it's interesting because I actually did a story in, it was book one or book two, about a young woman that was actually there, but it was more that she kind of happened to stumble upon this and got a chance to see the actors go by right there. She was right at the rope uh, where they were walking by and, and uh, just some of the VIPs and things like that. So it was really, really kind of neat that today marked that uh, day. Uh, and I have to say parts of the Caribbean is on my list of top 10 as well. Another thing that you guys may remember is the uh, vault, the, the Disney vault, where they would keep your VHSs or DVDs. And it was actually this day, 2004, that they released several from the vaults with Family Robinson, Parent Trap, Pollyanna with our lovely um, uh, uh, actors uh, from that era as well. Uh, but I just, you know, have to say that 
I love nostalgic things um, when it comes to Disney. I like the do, but I also like the nostalgic things. And last Friday, actually, it was probably around, probably around this time last Friday when my family, uh, we went to Primetime Diner at Hollywood Studios. And of course, anybody that's been to Primetime Diner, they have all these snippets of uh, things running on loops on these televisions. And it's kind of a 50s type of diner, super fun and great home cooked food. But what was on there uh, was uh, an episode of the Mickey Mouse Club. And so that was kind of fun to be able to see that and, and realize that, gosh, you know, I'm going to have Sherry on and we're going to talk about those days that um, she, you know, she had uh, spent uh, with that wonderful cast and crew in back in the day. And uh, another thing that we saw at Hollywood Studios, which um, when you go to uh, visit the area that is dedicated to Walt Disney, is a lot of the different um uh, things from the set, the props and that from a few different movies, but of course, from the uh, Mickey Mouse Club and the Mouseketeers. And so it just made my heart smile because I thought, wow, after all these years, these things you could still um, see, you know, you can't, can't tangibly touch them because they're behind glass, but uh, they are there. And before we get Sherry on the line, I just want to say hello to Laura, who um, is in California. And I think Laura got to the Disney opening um, last week. I think she did. But at any rate, we're going to get Sherry on the line and begin our lovely show and chat with her. And we're just hearing a dial tone. And oh, hi, Sherry. It's Kimberly Bouchard. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, Kimberly. Just fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Uh, you know, we, we had talked about this, yeah, for so long. Well, it's great to talk to you anytime, and I'm thrilled to be on your show. Oh, thanks. You know, I've read so many of your books, and they are just so happy. They're typical you. Oh. They're happy, and, <laughs> and they... Just, you know, it's a whole world world of Disney. Thank you, Sherry. And it's beautiful. I appreciate that. And, you know, it makes my heart happy to write them, really. And then when I get feedback like that, of course, my heart goes double Mickey size, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, yeah. Anyway, Sherry, you know, before we talk about your life as a Mouseketeer, I mean, you actually went on to become a very, uh, you know, very renowned, wonderful actress, and you have a lot of things under your belt. Could you share with the audience some of the shows that they, that you were in? Oh, of course. Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, Mickey Mouse Club, that was in 19, uh, I was on in 1956. But and I was uh, what eight? I fibbed about my age for so long <laughs> that when I try to tell the truth, I I got to use my fingers and toes to count. Um, but uh, I had before the Mickey Mouse Club, I had done you know TV and the commercials, baby commercials and modeling and things like that. But I was really blessed. Uh, you know, Hollywood was a different place back then, and the world was a different place back then. But I did some very iconic shows, uh, more like Buckskin and Cheyenne, 
and um, the Ed Wynn show. I played his granddaughter back in 1958 on his series. Okay. Um, and then the the Three Worlds of Gulliver, which was the uh, you know the story of Gulliver's travels. Yeah. That was a, a great fun movie that my mom and I got to go to to Europe for for six weeks to film. Oh. And Pay or Die with Ernest Borgnine and Dobie Gillis and the Monkeys and the Man from Uncle oh. and Farmer's Daughter and My Three Sons and the Donna Reed Show, and the Danny Thomas Show, and. Um, you know, lots of uh, lots of things like that, and each one was very different and very um, uh, very fun. Very, Hollywood was very fun back then, and the kids we were all protected oh. not only by our parents, but the directors and the uh, you know the uh, the assistant director, and just everybody took very very good care of us, mm. and we uh, we had all had. Um, uh, welfare workers, which were different names for uh, our teachers. Right. And I'll tell you, when uh, we, we were only allowed to film for 20 minutes in a, at a time. Wow. We couldn't, you know, be out of school for hours and hours. We had to do, to go to school three hours a day. Okay. And we had to get all of that, that those three hours in before a certain time. So they were very... Um, you know, I, I remember one teacher that I had, and I did not like her because she was very uh, strict and tough. Mm. I would love her now. Oh, okay. And now that I've grown up and got a little bit of sense, I realized, you know, what a wonderful, wonderful woman she was. Oh. So, um, uh, yeah, those are the shows. And, you know, then I, uh, when I was pregnant with my first daughter, Casey, yeah. uh, I started, I couldn't work on camera then. Oh, okay. And so... I I, um, I started doing voiceovers, uh -huh. and I did. I was Alexandra on Josie and the Pussycats with uh -huh. Casey Kasem, and that was just uh -huh. great, great fun. Yeah. And um, Wendy on Super Friends, and um, what else? Oh, the part Lori on the Partridge Family. Uh -huh. and I did. I was on Scooby Doo. You know, all those great fun cartoon sure. shows and it, it's funny because when my daughter got daughters went off to uh to college yeah and you know they would be sitting around and talk about you know their families and, yeah. and uh they'd say you know what i what their mom did yeah and when the, the kids you know they were, these were young college kids right they weren't real impressed mickey mouse club you know what is oh. that but <laughs> they were so excited to hear about josie and the pussycats oh, and you know the cartoon book yeah so, well yeah you know i remember uh you were on family affair uh rem i remember buffy jenny and sissy and I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I loved that show. I mean, several of the shows, My Three Sons, a Donna Reed show, I'd watch, you know, re reruns of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but but Family Affair was such a big uh, influence in, as a little girl. I even got a little Mrs. Beasley for a Christmas gift. And <laughs> it was, <laughs> I still have her. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I it was oh, so good. fun. It was so fun to see you on there because I thought, Oh, I know her in in real life. You know what I mean? Because okay. <laughs> right, right. that was uh, you were sissy's played sissy's good friend. But you know, so what right. what inspired you, Sherry, to become an actress? Well, um, you know, at that young age, I don't think you know inspiration. Uh, you know, came into the picture. It okay. was, I was just a ham. 
you know, oh. I would go uh, to my dance dancing lessons or my brother's, you know, dancing lessons. And, you know, I'd get up there in front of the mirror and I'd do all the, the dances and the steps or try to do them. Uh, and then, um, you know, I just, I just loved it. I loved performing uh-huh. and I loved, you know, the costumes and, you know, uh, people fussing over me and doing the makeup and the hair and all that. So uh-huh. I really just always enjoyed it okay and my mom had been yeah my mom had been in uh, vaudeville with her sister who was the star of of the the act and my mom was um a showgirl she was a dancer okay and um yeah and my mom you know she loved it they this was back east in kentucky and and ohio i was born in ohio but um this was back there, and you know, my mom. She wasn't a stage mom like a lot of the moms. Ran into a lot of those. She was very country. She was from Kentucky, from Louisville, Kentucky, and she uh, she didn't didn't know how to be a stage mom. Okay. You know, thank goodness. Yeah. She just yeah. she just loved loved her kids. Yeah. Loved me. She, you know, I I think that she. Not reliving, but just enjoying all of this, you know, through you know her little girl, right? And um, you know that she she loved it, and she was very uh, there again. My mom was very strict with me, and she would say, "Now, I, I when I started going on auditions, right? She would explain to me what an audition was, you know. And sometimes you're standing in a, a row of fifty little girls." the director would point to three of them and you know maybe because they looked like uh you know the the woman who was you know daughter you were, were portraying right, right. supposed to be portraying yeah or whatever you right. know and then they'd have have those three read uh the script and uh then they they pick out you know which little girl they wanted mm-hmm. and then they'd have a, a call back and you'd go back to the producer or whoever and um my mom told me from the very beginning, Kimberly, I can remember this like it was yesterday. Mm. It really meant so much to me. She said, Sherry, you're going on an audition to be on TV. And I said, oh, I get to be in the box. Oh. And because, you know, we have TV, we're just square you know, right. boxes. Yeah. Like yeah. And, yeah. and I said, you to be in the box. And she explained it all. And she said, but I want you to remember something. I want you to remember when you're a big grown-up lady, you have to remember this. If you get the job, if you get the part, first of all, it's just a job. It isn't you know, real life. Right. But if you get it, it isn't because you are prettier or smarter or more talented than the other little girls. It's because God wants you to get this part. Mm. And, it, uh, and on the other hand, if you don't get the part, mm-hmm. It isn't because you're not as, as pretty or talented or smart as the other girl mm-hmm. or the one that gets the part. Mm-hmm. It's only because God has something else in mind for mm. you. And you always remember that. And, you know, I always did. And so it became, it, 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 it was all, my mom also said that, you know, when it stops being fun, we're not going to do this anymore. Right. And, uh, you know, that was the whole idea that this was, you know, some kids were babysitters, some kids, you know, had bicycle, right. uh, paper routes right. and things. Well, this was, you know, my, my job, and that's, uh, that's all it was. And yeah. I, I never saw my money right. until I was 21 years old. Right. So it wasn't like, you know, suddenly I was driving around in a big, 
you know, could link and convert right, right. the other kids were and yeah. all might, you know, yeah. lived a, a very normal, regular life. Yeah. And what, what, you know, the, yeah. your mom was, was so wise because I, I think that in, in the audition process and that you don't get every audition, obviously you don't get every gig. And I think it made it easier to, um, I don't know, to approach not only getting the role, but not getting the role, right? I mean, it's not a personal thing. It's oh, yeah. just, yeah. that's the way of life, you know? And, no, don't take it personally. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's not personal. Yeah. You know, the mother has blonde hair and you have brown hair and, you know, she has a, you know, a different nose than you have, so you don't look like that. Right. Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I learned that at a, at a you know, really young age. Wonderful. Now, how did it come to yeah. pass that you became a Mouseketeer? Because I was just telling the audience that I was at the uh -huh. Primetime Diner, the restaurant in Hollywood Studios at Magic Kingdom, uh, actually Friday, last Friday, and they had a snippet of the Mickey Mouse Club on there because they show like different loops of the Donna Reed show and a few other uh, shows and oh, the Mouseketeer. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, which was really fun. So, but how did you manage to get on the famous Mouseketeer, Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> well, uh, I, I was, yeah, here we go. Okay. Um, I was a campfire girl. Do you know what that is? It's oh. like the, the brownies. Yeah. The I was a campfire girl. Yes. Okay. In my neighborhood, we lived in Westchester by the LA airport. Okay. And I sold more candy than any other little campfire girl in Los Angeles. So my prize was to be at Disneyland on opening day and to meet Walt Disney and to make, a, make an ice cream sundae for him. There was some connection with um, uh, Carnation, uh, the Carnation Corner there on Main Street. Right. And so um, we, we got there on that on opening day, July 17th, 1955. Yeah. And we got there and I... <laughs> Right. And um, maybe I was only two years old. Oh, no, no, I guess not. I was older. But I, that we went to the, they said, you know, come to the Carnation building, the Carnation ice cream shop. Right. So we did. And it was a horribly hot, hot, hot day. Right. It was miserable. Uh. And we were in there and uh, they had me standing on an ice cream, uh, not an ice cream, I'm sorry, an apple box, right. because I was too short. They, could, they couldn't see me. Oh, behind, behind the counter? The soda fountain. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, behind the counter. So I'm standing up there, and they say, you know, Mr. Disney's on his way. And so the my my part of my prize was to make an ice cream sundae for Mr. Disney. So the paparazzi, you know, there was there were the photographers. They weren't called paparazzi. Right. And uh, they were the photographers from you know the Times and the New York and all the different uh, uh, newspapers and and stuff. They were all there, and they would. Um, I'm up on the on this, this apple box, and I had the ice cream sundae glass. Got remember those old-fashioned ones, mm -hmm. and I'm leaning down into the um, ice cream bin, right. and I get the vanilla ice cream, and I put it in, and then I put it on top, and mm. nuts and cherry. And remember, I told you how hot it was. Right. Well, I'm I have the ice cream in my hand, and I look over and I smile at, at Mr. Disney, yeah. and I I hand it to him. Well, he's holding on to it, and I'm holding on to it, and in the heat, all of a sudden, 
the ice cream started melting all down his arm, oh. all over his beautiful you know, gray silk suit. Oh, and, you know, I'm there, oh, my goodness. And I just had little short sleeves on, so it didn't bother me. Yeah. But he started laughing. Oh. Yeah, and that's the kind of man he was. He started laughing, um. and which calmed me down, and I started laughing. <laughs> and um, uh, he, he was just, he was such a doll. Oh. So that was the first time that I met him. Okay. And then in 56, when I got the call from my agent that they're looking for new Mouseketeers, because in 55, I was a fan. I was like every other child, you know, in, in, the, in the, the world, wherever it was shown. I was just, you know, would put on my little plastic ears and watch the, the show and sing along uh, and uh when I had my I got an audition okay. well at first I didn't I shouldn't say that I did my brother Roy okay Roy got the the original audition and Roy was a drummer okay and a tap dancer and Roy said uh you know they they Mr. Dizzy said to Roy, well, Roy, you're a great drummer and great tap dancer, and we'd love to have you, but we already have Cubby. Can mm. you play another instrument? And Roy said, no, but I have a little sister at home who can play the trumpet and do a tap dance at the same time. Oh, gee. So Walt, Sidney Miller, who was our director, and um, Bill, what was his name, our director, um, it, they started laughing, you know, they said, oh, oh, God, we got to see this. Yeah. So they called my mom to come up the table, you know, she was just sitting on the sidelines. Right. And um, they said, you know, to, we understand you have another and uh, in Burbank. And so we took a bus the next day and a public bus and uh, went in. And I remember I had on a little red tutu and leotard and black fishnet. Oh uh, wow! Nylon and <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, my hair was up in a ponytail, and I went in and I played my trumpet and I I uh, um, you know tap danced and I almost knocked out all my teeth, but I Gee. got the job. Oh my and goodness! They, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I can't imagine. So you know, how I got the job. I can't imagine tapping and playing the trumpet i mean in high school i actually played first trumpet and i mean when i was in elementary i did you know of course everybody tries out tap dancing in ballet but i mean you're like sure. literally you're tapping and you got to hold this trumpet to your mouth and have it sound okay right. too right. like oh my gosh <laughs> i don't know how okay it sounded oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think i think it wasn't you know the idea uh, of um you know this little tiny girl doing yeah. this and getting the notes out that they liked. Oh, so, gosh. Um, but that was, that was great fun. And then a couple of weeks later, you know, I went to, to work at the, in Burbank to the studio. And by then, my, um, like I said, my, my mom didn't drive, but she started taking driver's lessons. Right. But we lived just off of Sepulveda Boulevard, which is the main thoroughfare right. over by the airport. Sure. And my dad would, uh, before he would go to work in the morning, he would drive my mom and I to Annette's house. She lived on the other end of Sepulveda in Encino. Oh, okay. And he would drive us, uh, yeah, he would drive us over there to uh, uh, Virginia and Joe's house. And um, Annette and I uh, would get in the backseat of the car and with our dolls and, you know, crayons and everything, what else we had. And um, her mom would drive us down Ventura Boulevard mm. to, to Disney Studios. 
Nice. And, uh, and she, she was a teenager. Yeah. So I was nine. She was, what, three, four years older than me. Right. But she was, she would call me her little sister. Oh. And because, also because I was, I was half Italian. You know, oh, my sure. Name, Alberoni. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. so Alberoni and Fincello. Yeah. Italian <laughs> delicatessen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't get more Italian <laughs> than that. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, right, she, right, right. I mean, that, I think that's so fun that you, developed a, a a relationship with her um you know just by the fact that you guys were driving together not not only the fact that you guys were sure. on set together but the fact that you were driving and i'm sure your parents became friends as well at that your mom's anyways yes yeah. yes nice right right gosh right. well and and cheryl um beautiful cheryl holdridge our moms went to elementary school together in louisville kentucky so oh. they had known each other before. And, you know, and Hollywood really back then was a, a pretty small little town. Right. And, um, you, you know, you see each other on, on auditions or um, you, you, you both get, they were looking for two little girls. And so me and one other little girl got the part, you know. So we really kind of got to know each other. Sure. And um, Cubby was the other other little you know, he was a little boy, Cubby and Moochie, and Karen and I were the two uh, little girls. Okay. And um, I had, a, you know, I had a crush on Cubby, oh. and I still do to this day. Oh. And when, when we were 18, when we were 18 years old, we had a nightclub act together. Oh. And um, I would play my trumpet, yeah, and Cubby played the drums, and I was, uh, you know, his girl singer. And uh, we'd end with, now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Oh. So, um yeah, we've had a kind of a long history together. Wow. Now, I wonder if there's any snippets of that on the internet anywhere. That would be kind of fun to to see that. I I don't know. That was I we we laughed because we played every bowling alley and oh. and uh, you know small uh, menu small yeah. restaurants in the San Fernando Valley. You know. Oh. Uh, but um, uh, you know, Cubby and I have been doing. <clears throat> excuse me, have recently been doing shows on the uh, Disney uh, cruise ships. And um, that is just so much fun. Oh and the goodness. people love it. And, you know, we, yeah, and we do shows, uh, Cubby and um, Tommy and Sharon and Bobby and I, we do shows on the, on the ships or opening, whenever Disneyland is opening up something, Disneyland or okay. Disney World. Okay. Or, when they were opening up the stores and stuff. Right. Um, you know, the big thing to have, you know, original Mouseketeers there, yeah. that was a, you know, pretty big deal. Yeah. They, uh, the, the people loved it, and we, of course, loved it. Sure. And, um, uh, you know, the, the audience, it was fun because they wear their ears. And, oh. You know, <laughs> and uh. sing along with us and all the songs. You know, so, I I great I did not know that you were on the cruise ships. I've I've been on all four cruise ships. I've cruised mm -hmm. nine times. We'll ha oh. after the fact here after the show. We we will have to. Well, we'll chat again soon, anyways. But I really want to know more about that because I didn't see you, so I must not have been on the ship when you were on there. But that's so fun. That we were on. Right, yeah. right, right. Isn't yeah. cruising is great. Cruising, I don't know. Just uh I it's wonderful. Yeah. We've taken our friends, we've taken our grandchildren with our, our daughters and their husbands. Nice. And um, you know, did Alaska and we're yeah. gonna do Norway with them this uh this year or the next year. Okay. And um yeah, wonderful. The ships are just yeah. magnificent. You know, it's they it's are just 
It's so, the best, isn't it? And everything is taken care of. Yeah, I mean, they're so clever. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. Beautiful. You know, I have to think back to something that you were talking about when you were making the ice cream for um, the Sunday for, uh -huh. for Walt. Uh, and, and I think it was just a strict vanilla with a, some nuts and a cherry on top. I, I don't, I, I don't know if it went beyond that, but in the park that day, which you, I don't know if you knew about that being a little girl, but the Mouseketeers had made an appearance. The 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 oh yeah the first group. Did you know that they were there at that time or no no, no that's what I, I didn't, thought I didn't yeah know yeah they yeah were be there. yeah and I I wasn't one of them and right. they're there by uh, Pinocchio's Geppetto's restaurant Geppetto's okay restaurant. okay they had. Right next door, as you're looking at the restaurant to the right of it, it's not there anymore, yeah. but they had the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh. And the Mouse, in later years, we did shows. I was part of that. But um, yeah, they Mouseketeers used to do shows in there. Oh. And um, yeah, that was great. Well, I just think mm -hmm. that's so neat that your paths crossed before you knew that how much because they were they were i remember that day that i mean well i wasn't around that day but i remember that they had been there that day and they were debuting the show in the fall and um so i thought that was kind of a neat coincidence yeah that you guys were, were yeah. in the same park doing your thing and then you would be together on set the following year you know um you, right. you were mentioning i mean hollywood definitely has changed a lot and 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 children on set and that for sure. But I thought, can you describe for the audience, what was a typical day like on set for you? Mm -hmm. Well, we, we couldn't be at the studio more than eight hours. Okay. And that was four hours filming or rehearsing or whatever to connect it with the show Okay. and wardrobe and makeup and hair. And then three hours of school and we had to keep up a B average three hours of school, one hour of, of uh, lunch and recreation. So that was a total of eight hours. Wow. Now, you know, they can work as long as, long as they, you know, they need right, to right, or right, want right, to. Right. But, um, so it was, uh, but you know, people say, oh, really, you're just kids. You know what? You're with other kids who are your friends. And we all were hands, and we all loved to sing and dance. Mm. And somebody always had, you know, some a game or some cards. Um, we always had, uh, you know, balls that we'd be, uh, you know, thrown around with them. You know, I don't know if we, we knew about soccer back then. Right. But we were always just playing, you know, yeah. and, and doing that with your friends. It was just, it was just great fun. Wow. And, um, yeah, and the, the in front of the animation building was grassy areas, and mm -hmm. we'd sit there and play Monopoly and stuff, you know, <sighs> and um, sometimes tours would come into the studio, and they'd come up uh, with tourists or friends or whoever, and mm -hmm. they'd come and ask for our autographs, and we loved that. That mm -hmm. was always fun, or yeah. pose for pictures. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it, was, it was just, if I had just come up with one word mm -hmm. it would be magical um, the whole experience was magical it, i mean i know that sounds like you know a script that was written for me but it's the honest to god truth and and that it's carried on 
all these years and that we're still friends and we still have the 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 uh, honor and the pleasure and the joy of doing mm. shows together mm. and seeing each other and you know we're, it's just the whole thing was magical just a wonderful wonderful experience and the great thing was that I continued my career after that right. and I'd go on auditions and, and, you know, you'd have a resume and right. paid out of, attached to the back of your, your eight by 10 glossy, right. you know, headshot. Right. And when the director would turn my picture over and see that I was one of the Musketeers, yeah. they would inevitably say, Oh, you were raised by Walt Disney. You must be a professional. Uh, they knew that yeah. we, with the Musketeers, we knew, mm. you know, which camera to look at. We knew uh, how to take direction. Right. We knew, uh, what uh, you know to hit our our marks. Yes, we yeah. knew where the lighting was so that we didn't, uh, you know, throw shadows on each other or on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We learned all of that stuff very young. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that that and that went on my entire career. You know, that uh, when you were raised by Walt Disney, right? Well, I mean, that's so, a high standard. That's very good. yeah. I mean, that's a big bar. And also, then oh, they don't yeah. have to reteach you. I mean. They're they're on a budget. They're on a time exactly. constraint, right? And so that that's a shoe in for sure. What you know? What would you describe Walt like? I mean, you you got to see him. Well, besides that first day of making him a Sunday, but after you know, like being on the Mickey Mouse Club, I, I'm sure you saw him around enough. But what what was he like? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. He would always he would always come onto the set. Okay. Sometimes he'd be in overalls with paint or whatever oh. flashed on him. Sometimes oh. he'd be in a suit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was just, you know, this was his, uh, other than Disneyland, this was his baby. This right. was his, his his studio, his place. Yeah. You know? And he had, the, he had the run of it, and uh, of course. And um, he was, he asked us to call him Uncle Walt. Oh, okay. And he was so, yeah, we never called him Mr. Disney. It was Uncle Walt. And um, I remember I was walking with my mom down the Disney Drive or Mickey Lane, one of those streets between the animation building and the uh, the theater that they have mm-hmm. there, and for the where they would show the daily. Right. And who's and I just like the first day I'm in my costume, you know, with my name in big two inch letters across my chest and. Walt, come, Uncle Walt comes up and he waves and he says, hey, Musketeer Sherry. And I squeezed my mama's hand and I said, oh, mama, Uncle Walt knows my name. Oh. And she didn't want to break my heart. <laughs> and, you know, and tell me, honey, he can read. Oh. <laughs> so I was just always you know, so, so honored that, you know, he knew me. Oh, but uh, yeah, he, he, was, he was just a, a, a darling, sweet grandma. And you know, I I love the idea that um, that he he didn't expect you guys to say Mister Disney. It was Uncle Uncle Walt. I think that's a very it's a nice way to um, yeah, just a nice way to bridge any kind of gap between, uh, for lack of a better word, employer employee. So I have to ask you because I mean, you are still. A lover of Disney, obviously. And I was curious to know what might be your prized Disney possession. Do you have one or two of those? I know <laughs> I do, but I'm curious to know if you do. Okay. Okay. 
my biggest one, we recently moved out of our home that we built. Oh. And, um, yeah, we had, we had built a home, and in our backyard, the swimming pool was in the shape of Mickey's head. <gasps> Did I ever tell you that before? No. In oh the my shape of Mickey's gosh. head. And one ear, yeah, it was fabulous. One ear was a jacuzzi, and the other ear, ear was a walk down barbecue pit, and then you would walk down from his chin to oh. go into the shallow water. And oh. it, when the when our local here in Orange County, our local newspaper, the Register, yeah. they flew over with helicopters because they were doing an article on me, oh. and they were you know, taking pictures of, of the of the uh, the pool. It was it was just so cool. Oh. And the people who bought our home, yeah, they they walked and they said, "It's a treasure. It's a treasure." Absolutely. So they love the house and. The, Jiminy Cricket. I love Jiminy Cricket. And you don't see him in the parks anymore. Like that just gave me chills. When you told me that, that just gave me chills because that is amazing. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Sherry, this, this, I mean, I think it's obvious, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. What do you think is the best part of what you do and what you continue to do? What's the best part of that? I can tell you the worst part oh, is that okay. <laughs> I was raised. I'll tell you the best part too. Everyone was raised with their name and letters across their chest, and so you didn't have to remember people's names. You know, like uh, Uncle Walt didn't have to; right. he could read it. Yeah, and uh, it was just the fact that unless you're wearing a name tag, I don't remember your name. Uh, <laughs> you know, yes. but, uh, it was always there, and. Um, but the best part, the best part was making lifelong friends mm. and that it continued. What has it been? 60, 66 years, something like wow. that. I don't know. I'm yeah. bad in math. That's but, okay. <laughs> um, you know, all these years wow. and that, you know, we're still friends yeah. and that we're still bringing happiness. The things that people say to us when we meet them in the park or wherever right. is 
you know, oh, my sister, you know, well, my mom named her Sharon and, and my, um, you know, me, I'm Karen, and my mom named us after the Mouseketeers. Oh. And they, you know, thank us for that. Yeah, I'm thankful for the happiness that they brought and, and the wonderful memories that they have of their childhoods and their, you know, their parents were alive or and young and in good health. And yeah. it's just a happy, happy memory. Right. And that just warms my heart Aww. you know it's like wow that someone remembers and cares and, and will say something so I think that that was important it taught me also you know to be professional and that time is money and that you're working on a set with adults we weren't all kids we right. weren't paying the bills right but the crew the crew was right and that you didn't mess around you didn't you know screw up your lines you knew your lines when you got to the set you knew your lines you knew your dance steps because you these adults you know they at the end of the day they want to go home of course and just because we don't want to you know but they want to go home and they you know they want to get home to their families yeah and the fact that that you you did you gave a hundred percent you did your part you did your show mm-hmm. and um, what was expected of you right. and, uh, that just taught me a lesson that time is money and you don't waste it yeah. you don't just throw it away because uh, you know the the people getting paid to to do their job right um, but I I think I think that and I think also it taught me that. You know, Sharon is is one of my dearest friends in the entire world. Aww. Sharon and Cubby and, and Bobby and Tommy, yeah. the four of us, are yeah. very, very, very close. And then you know, you nurture those relationships. Right. And we were recently at, uh, up in Fresno at Karen Pendleton's um, at her funeral. Right. And it broke, it just broke our hearts. Yeah. You know, of the, course. We were all together, and our mothers knew each other right. our mothers were friends right and it took us back to those great days when our you know our folks were around With us. Yeah. and um yeah it, it's um it, the memories are are just treasures yeah well they, they really are you know the fact they they yeah. say if you have one friend like that you are uh, you know very very blessed but holy cow look at you you've got several and right. i i think it's wonderful yeah. absolutely wonderful because you know those those we, years, did, we didn't all know each right right and those that's like your family I you did. know yeah Right, exactly. Well, see, the kids from the first year, uh, I didn't meet any of them really until um, uh, we did reunion shows. Gotcha. And because they were in the very first year, I was right. in the second year, yeah. and then there was the third year. Yeah. And um, I, I, way I left the show was that Lou Costello used to watch Mickey Mouse Club with his daughter, Chris. Okay. And Chris for some weird reason, Chris, you know, said I was her, you know, her favorite mouseketeer, and I had a list. Oh. I spoke like this. Okay. And the director, Mickey Mouse Club director, he loved it, loved it. He'd always change my lines oh. to have S's. Oh, in oh it dear. Because he, he thought it was so funny, and it would break my heart. I'd cry. Oh. And everybody would laugh at me, you know. And um, but I would, uh, you know, I would just. I, I forgot where I was going. You were endearing one. to um, Lou Costello's uh, daughter or, or him when he oh, wanted. Oh, yes, Lou yeah. Costello, thank you. Yeah. And so he called 
Walt Disney Studios, and uh, you know he, they were friends, him and Walt, and he told him that he the last film that he would be making with Bud Abbott oh. um, uh, called Dance With Me Henry. Remember that old song, Dance With Me Henry, the rock and roll song? Yes. Um, and it was, it was, yeah, and it took place at a kid's uh, park, a kid's uh, carnival park. Right. Kind of like a, you know, Disney thing. Yeah. And um, so Walt Disney sold my contract, and um, I, then after, I did that for about six months, filmed that movie. Yeah. And then after that, when Columbia Studios bought my contract wow. for the Ed Wynn show. Wow. And, you know, so it just kept, you get bought and sold, bought and sold. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, you, you never know who's going to be watching the show or right. whatever. Right. You know, and then you just keep going on and on. Right. Well, you know, I have to say, like, I mean, yeah. Walt saw a good, uh, uh, I mean, he, he was happy to have you on, but he also, um knew that you had other things that you could do and and i think that was very generous because he didn't have to right he could have said nope she's right. fine and, right. and that's right. it you know so that kind of shows us uh, a lot of uh, integrity there i think you know um i have to ask because i know you you still go to the parks and things like that let's just talk about a few favorites what's your favorite park attraction what's your favorite ride well, my my favorite one nowadays is the um, cars. Oh, isn't that cars. so fun? Well, yeah. You know, the Ferrari sports cars. Yeah. I love that. So much fun. Um, <laughs> that would be the one for now. Okay. Uh, from the old days. Yeah. Uh, I think what it would be the rocket ship to the moon or Mars, whatever it was. <sighs> and I can remember sitting there and I'd never seen anything like that. Right. And you're strapped in yeah. with your back against the walls of the uh, the rocket ship. Oh. And all of a sudden, oh, it starts shaking, you know, very, very little. Yeah. But boy, was that scary. <laughs> you know, because like I said, never been on anything yeah, like exactly. that. So I love it. <laughs> Yeah, that was great fun. That's awesome. Back then, there were only, I want to say, 16 or 18 attractions. And now there's like 80 or 90. Yeah, yeah. So it's really come a long way. And remember the House of Tomorrow? Oh, yes. I I do, actually. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. He went in there. I'm sorry, my dad was going in there and they had the microwave oven and they had to push a button and the TV came on and the curtains would open. Yeah. And I remember my daddy saying, oh, they're crazy. They'll never have anything. Oh. Like this. This will, you know, this will never yeah. yeah. No, never, never, never. And we have all of it now. Well, you know, I remember in my Dr. But, Seuss book, they were saying that, you know, someday maybe you will go to the moon or something, you know, like it, but basically that's never going to happen. Man's but, not going to make but, it on the moon someday. either. Right. Yeah, someday. exactly. So now this is, this is a, a tougher one, but do you have a favorite movie, Disney movie that you may have but, gravitated sure, to? Sure. I think the new ones are, and the new ones would be, um, uh, it would be Tangled. I love that. Tangled oh. and um, uh, Little Mermaid. Nice. And then the old yeah. one would be Cinderella. Ah. You know, yeah, like every little girl, I, I dreamed I was Cinderella. Yeah. You know? 
I'm glad you told so me. I, I think those are my favorite. Yeah, you know what? When I get asked that question, I always give new ones and I give old ones because you have to. There's the classics and then there's the new ones. You have to be. Yeah, yeah. It's not just you're one. With, you're seeing them with, with young eyes and then with old eyes. Yeah, older, older, more more, more mature, more mature eyes. Older, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't get that. <laughs> okay. Right. And what what is what is your favorite Disney snack? Like, what what's your go to in a in a park? Oh, churros. Me too. Churros. Oh my gosh. I know. You oh, know, yeah. I even. Oh, they're wonderful. Yeah. And I, they have all kinds of flavors now. I'm kind of a traditionalist. I just kind of like the, the standard original ones, but I don't know. I haven't right. really ventured to anything yeah. else. Yeah. You know what? So during last year, I, I started making some Disney uh, recipes and that, and I made, I made homemade churros and oh my gosh, I was so proud of myself. They kind of looked like, um. Well, it more looked like a bowl of churros because I couldn't really get them like straight sticks or whatever. They kind of more or less looked yeah, like, you yeah. know, but oh my gosh, I don't know if you've ever made them by yourself, <laughs> on your own, but they were so no. good. Yeah. And you know, I have to tell you, um, I don't know if you like corn dogs, but there is nothing like a corn dog on Main Street USA in Disneyland. Those are just incredible. Like mm. they are, uh, that's kind of my... Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's true, actually. I don't know. Yeah, yeah actually, in the beignets yeah, yeah, yeah. and the mint juleps. Yeah, all those things are good. Actually, that's that's maybe not fair to ask what your favorite snack is, because now I'm starting to think <laughs> I like it all, actually. But anyways, yeah. Sherry, oh, you, you have shared so many amazing, wonderful things and really some life advice. But I thought I'd give you the last... Um, you know, if you wanted to share a last moment, um, life advice for young people or for still young hearted people, but maybe not so young in age. Um, is there any life advice you, you could impart um, than more than you already have? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think uh, main thing for everyone to remember is, is that, uh, you know, this is, uh, life is, is so valuable, so precious. And yeah, it's, um, we take things, take life seriously. And I'm a, 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 you know, person of faith and, you know, believe completely in, in God and in all things. Yeah. And I just think that, uh, you know, we've got to, to be, um, to, to love our families because we've got lots of friends, but you know, very few family members, and mm -hmm. to, to to love God and to love the happiness uh, of of everything that He gives to us. I mean, He, he look at Disneyland. Why why would this man, Walt Disney, come up with such a, a beautiful, happy, wonderful place mm -hmm. for His people? Yeah. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. um, you know, Walt Disney's come along once in a lifetime, and that he came with with this dream, um, and we should, you know, take take care of it and and enjoy it, and you know, thank God for giving us a Walt Disney and yeah. and the uh, you know brilliant mm -hmm. men that he hired through the years mm -hmm. that keep it um, 
you know, keep it going right. and keep it clean and all the imagineer, all the imagineers yeah. who come up with these fabulous, fabulous ideas. And when you think about it, you know, how many accidents have there been at Disneyland? Yeah. So few. And yeah. the millions and millions and millions of people. And that everything is so meticulous right. and clean Sparkling. and beautiful and happy. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Yeah, look at the happiness that, that, that he's brought to all of us mm. and the great memories with our kids. I, I go back now with my grandbabies and they just, the memories I have now with my, my little ones mm. are the same as what I had with my, my daughters mm. and the same as what I, my mom had with, with me. And, um, you know, I think uh, I, it's funny. I can remember uh, when my kids were little, you know, three, four, five mm -hmm. in there. And if they would, you know, do something that's, you know, nice, girls stop it. And they, you know, they wouldn't, they do it again. I said, girls, you do that one more time and we're going to go home. And of course, we, we, you know, then I said, I said, my God, I, how can I say that? I got to follow through with, oh, you know, yeah. what, what I say. Yeah. I, and, you know, and I said, oh, wait a minute. I got in for free. So I could go home. And one time we did that. We left. We went home. Oh. And, you know, they didn't realize until they were adults, you know, that we, I had a pass. Oh. <laughs> but um, uh, it, it was like follow, you know, follow through, yeah. be consistent. Sure. And uh, the girls learned that when, when I, you know, when I count to three, I mean three. I don't mean two and I don't mean five. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, follow through with what, what, uh, whatever the threat is good or bad yeah so um i think that just you know enjoy the beauty and the happiness and go with the you know with the right attitude and the attitude that Walt wanted us to be yeah. there with and you know what i think um i'll just put on to that is that that provide it's amazing i don't know of anything else in the world that provides the happiness for somebody that is like a, an infant in your arms or a one-year-old or whatever, that's a little bit aware mm -hmm. to somebody that's 101 or 104 or 105. You know, right. I, I just think that that is, that's a tall order. And boy, did he feel that and then some, didn't he? <laughs> it's very much so. He really did. And that was what he wanted, a place where grandma and grandpa could go and, and, you know, mom and dad and the little kids of all ages yeah. could go and sit and enjoy their day. Yeah. And that's exactly what he gave to all of us. And it's a, it's a treasure. It it's is just a treasure. And I know it's being, it being closed for a while, you know, I think people here in Southern California, because that's our, our uh, form of entertainment. Right. I mean, people were having withdrawals. Oh, for sure. Gotta get the oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No. And you know, with that, Sherry, I just want to thank you so very much because you are such a treasure as well. And I'm so blessed to have you around. I, I really am. I, I just, um, I, every time I talk to you, I learn. Well, more than something new. I always learn other things too, but I so appreciate you taking the time and spending that with us this evening. I really Anytime, appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll- Anything for you. Oh, thank you, Sherry. And we'll be in touch because I've got a couple of things I want to chat with you about okay. later on, but thanks. You have a wonderful weekend and a happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you, too. Enjoy. Thank you. Enjoy. I will. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you, too.
all of your listeners. Okay. Everybody be safe and enjoy enjoy life. Okay. Thanks, Sherry, so much. Okay, take care. Okay. okay. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Oh gosh. Well, I um it's uh I always have to say that whenever I've talked to Sherry, I've always, um, I'll, well, I've got a big smile on my face because she makes me smile and my heart smile as well. And I just want to thank you guys so much again. I want to say a quick hi to my friend, Michelle, who uh, was lovely to come out to uh, my place in Florida last Sunday and spend a little bit of time with me and glad that my mom could uh, join me. I could see her on here. But uh, it this has just uh, been a wonderful season for Looking forward to season five with some more uh, wonderful, wonderful guests on. But, you know, uh, I will be around. I'll be uh, sort of in the parks here and there. And as I said, I will probably do a live once in a while or a little little bit. But I want to thank you guys. Have a wonderful Mother's Day, all you mothers, all you aunts, all you godmothers, grandmothers. And uh, just uh, want to thank you again. Please. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. Good night. Be well. And God bless y'all.